0: Hi, it's Mike Metcalf. The system involved here is that of how you come up with commercial ideas. I'm talking with Matthew McKinley from the University of Adelaide. Okay, hi,
1: we're here um, with Mike. So when we talk about an idea,
0: what do we mean? Okay, we just do a little bit of the sort of... history of the philosophy of an idea um, you go back originally the word comes out of the word ideal and you know Plato's ideal forms so if you look at old philosophers talking about ideas they're assuming you mean the idea of a lake or the idea of a woman it was an image um, it would it was about 1900 the pragmatists who really didn't like idealism said really that's not very helpful we need to uh, think of ideas in terms of actions. So now when people think of an idea, they tend to to mean what are you going to do or I am going to do something. It's a pattern of activity. It's an action. And typically that's an everyday thing. It's not something that only very clever people do. We all have ideas all the time that we're going to do X or we're going to do Y and these are ideas. Of course, you've got to, you know, very creative and clever and brilliant ideas and, and more mundane ideas. But I think you've got to assume that ideas are around us. Uh, in fact, the, I think pragmatic use of the word ideas would be very close to the idea of a solution. I have a problem and I've come up with a solution. Now that might simply be, I've got to get to work. The solution is to take the bus I take every day. So I have this idea. So there's a connection here between problems and solutions. I think it's much more pragmatic to think of an idea as a solution to a problem. Uh, yeah, that's so that's quite helpful, right? So there's
1: the, the, you know, in the history of science and even in entrepreneurship, you read the biographies or even go on to Amazon and find them all, and it's all, you know, the genius class of people who have this capacity that other people don't and that's why they're successful. Like, you know, Steve Jobs had this idea that other people didn't or um, the founder of Facebook had this, you know, know, rare and unique capacity and was, you know, uh, created their idea that otherwise they wouldn't have had. Same with, you know, like all the Eureka moment
0: experience. That's not particularly helpful. I I agree. I think when you look at people like Steve Jobs and other successful people, it isn't so much having the idea as having the networks and the the skills to turn it into a reality. We all have ideas. I'm sure everybody listening to this has sort of thought about how to redesign their vacuum cleaner or or something around their house, but they haven't done it. Yeah. Partly because it's very difficult to, to make contact with people who could make it a reality. Yeah um so I, I think the cleverness is in the networking and making it happen not in having the idea uh, all right so but for now you know they'll get to that in the future yes. talking about what
1: resources they need but what let's focus on um how do they come up with an idea or what should they focus on to actually you know help make this process more tangible
0: okay so the the pragmatist solution to this is to focus on problem mm-hmm. identify a problem now we have problems all the time. Again, big ones, small ones, all the rest of it. It's difficult to get to work. You can't contact someone you like. Even sort of relationships, you might say, well, I have a problem with these relationships or forming relationships or dealing relationships or whatever. Human beings just go through the world having millions of problems all the time. And if you think of an idea as a solution to this problem, then I think that's a much more productive path. And, And you've mentioned a lot of the people who fund ideas, the very first question is, what is the problem that you're addressing? Yeah. So focusing on the problem yeah. is most likely the way forward to focusing on the idea. Yeah, so like the even the idea itself of an idea is too
1: much of an abstraction to be yes. useful. Instead it's, you know, focus on a problem to solve. And a solution. And a solution, yeah. So that's That language
0: a, is much more practical, isn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah, and that seems to reflect exactly what people are looking for from you know, investing in new ideas. It's not necessarily an idea, but you know, describe it tangibly as a problem that people have.
0: Um, is a be- seems a better way to do it. Yeah. We force them to talk a little bit about what is a problem. Yeah. Without overdoing it, and, mm. I, and I think it, uh, really it's something that concerns you, or you think will concern people. I, again, maybe an alternative word to problem is concern. This is of concern to people. People might not be even aware that they have this concern. I mean, people have said about the phone. You know, people didn't realize that they needed a, you know, a computer and contact the internet in their pockets. But it it is still solving a problem, even if the person is not explicitly aware that it's a problem. Mm-hmm. But in coming up with an idea, I would say, what concerns me, what concerns my friends, you know, if if the word problem is is problematic, yeah, um, you can think of it in in terms of an idea as a solution to somebody's concerns um, yeah and so we can see this too in the examples from the podcast
1: that you know often they're not talking about an idea they had or if they are it soon gives way to a discussion about i was in this particular context and i had this particular problem and this is how i solved the problem and right. that led to this particular thing happening um, like, for example, the, the um, we might play a, a few now, the, the Warby Parker founders who created the sunglass um, business, selling sunglasses online, talk about this in a really particular way. Yeah, so,
0: I mean, that's a good example of it, isn't it? Where they're Yeah, so wouldn't you say that he's identified a problem, glasses are expensive. Yeah. yeah. He's concerned about finding the money for them. Um, I, I would have said, you know, even more pragmatically,
1: <laughs> I've lost my glasses. You know, that's what the trigger perhaps for recognition. Except of this.
0: that he if you go and know what he does, you know, in the end they're selling sunglasses cheaper and online. Yeah. So he's not solving the problem of losing your sunglasses. Right. He's solving the problem of the price of sunglasses. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I mean if it's, if it's been some sort of, you know, GPS system on your sunglasses, that's fine. So yeah. you be clear about what problem you're actually um, dealing with. And you realise maybe it's a very rich people or whatever. It this isn't a problem to them. It's a, so you've got to identify who has this problem. Yeah,
1: so that's the next kind of stage, two. Yeah. But for now, it's like, um, you know, just identifying a problem. And it's come from his particular life and experience, you know, living his own life. Hey, I've confronted with this particular issue. And that's been the trigger to go explore this thing. Why is an iPhone $200 that's full of this new technology, whereas a set of glasses made of glass and plastic? same technologies that have been used for the last 200, 300 years or whatever, Um, you know,
0: $800. Let's explore this a bit further. Okay, and and I think you very quickly explored it and found that it's due to monopoly, but notice the, the rolling nature of the problem. I have a problem that glasses are expensive, so I find that's due to a monopoly, so I have a problem about how I'm going to overcome this monopoly. And I'm going to get on the internet. So then I have a problem of how best to design an internet page. Yeah. So we have have lots of ideas and problems. It's yeah. an ongoing rolling process. Yeah. So, so
1: isn't that the process, though, of building a business? It's, it's, it's yes. you know, it's the, we're looking for the catalyst idea at the moment, like the one that, you know, like initiates yes.
0: the search. There'll be more further problems along the way, like. But again, some people might, of course, become aware of the sequence of problems and get overwhelmed and say, "Well, I'm not quite sure what problem I'm solving." Yeah. So I think it, it's just useful to think, well, what is it that people are, you know, concerned about? What is a problem to other people? As in, glasses are expensive. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to move on and and find the next problem, and solve that the next problem, and solve that. Not losing sight that you're, you know, you're not about building, you know, a clever website. You're about providing cheap sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's yeah. important to focus on, if you like, the seminal idea. Although, yeah, yeah problems will, will accumulate. Uh, and, it's, as saying, and I think a lot of companies have lost direction and started to, re- to think, well, the latest problem I'm working on is the, is the you know it's the core of my business. Yeah. Rather than remember what the original idea was. Yeah. So, this idea of problems comes up a lot through the
1: How I Built This Series. In yeah. almost every one, you can hear a particular catalyst problem or, you know, the uh, the guy, Roz, who's a, the, the talk show host, talks about, you know, describe your business to me. Describe your idea. It very quickly goes to, you know, well, I had this problem one day and that
0: seems to be a more useful way to describe or look for problems too. Or look for ideas, I mean, too. Yes, yeah, I agree. I it's interesting that the way that series is laid out that even when they're successful he's saying well now you're a multinational what are your problems now yeah, um, yeah. And, and in the middle they, of course they, they say we want to provide cheap sunglasses we believe if we go online and design them ourselves we can but they'll be perceived to be sh- you know, cheap sunglasses and people won't buy them so there's another problem yeah. so yeah. it's the whole entrepreneurial exercise is in one of solving problems without losing sight of what the original problem that you were trying to deal with. Yeah. I think. Um, let's hear from another
1: one just quickly, the TRX founder who also talks about his idea in the same kind of way.: uh, So Randy there talked about the he talked about an idea, didn't he? He, he, he talked it like, "Hey, I, I just had this idea." Uh, And it was like the idea was like the combination of of the solution and the problem. It was
0: like the meeting of those two things. I agree, but I wouldn't overcomplicate it. I would say, as far as he was concerned, he had a problem in exercising. Mm -hmm. He personally, by the way, had a problem. In the sense the same with the sunglasses, he personally had it. He wasn't saying, those guys over there have got a problem. I I think it's, it's most likely better... To, to think of a problem that you have mm-hmm. rather than imagining other people have it it's not mm-hmm. only safer and then of course he he, th- he thought of a solution mm-hmm. because of the kit that was around him okay so i think it's it's better to think that he you know had this problem of exercising it, when it, for a person who's in a mobile situation he couldn't go to the gym he couldn't carry weights with him so the the problem is that if you're on the move and can only carry one bag with you where you're going, how do you exercise more than just do push ups? You know, what equipment? So he's, he's solving the problem of lightweight mobile equipment, isn't he? Um, but I, I agree. He, yes, he uses the word idea yeah, to say, I, I'll, I'll I'll make it work. I, I have this problem. I've got a strap. I'll tie a knot in it, put it over the door. And then you'll notice he quickly said, but a single strap's no good. You need a Y strap, and then they have yeah. problems with the handles. Yeah. And he gets on. He moves on again. But it. it his company is called. Uh, T R X. M- yeah, but it's actually the the corporation. This is that's the product called T R X. Is called is it Fitness Anywhere Corporation. Right. Because he's he's reminding himself that that's what he's into. He's yeah. into fitness for people who've only got a bag with them. Mm-hmm. He's not into fitness to people who can go to the gym and have a lot of weight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he's clearly defined his problem. So, yes. the, yeah, yes. so the problem... Um,
1: so, again, the search for problem shouldn't necessarily be some general, you know, sit in a room and wait for divine inspiration or whatever. No, never, is, never. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's go out and do things, live your life, and it will emerge from that. Yes, yes. Yeah.
0: I mean, the reflection in the sense of, you know, what, what has been a frustration to you, what has been a concern to you, what's upset you, this is, in other words, for problems, yeah. um, without it being too, too generic. I mean, world poverty might upset you, but it's going to be very hard unless you happen to be an expert in logistics or finance or something to come up with a solution to that. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's how I think of it. Every- in terms of a business, you're looking for something, a problem,
1: that a lot of people have, like not necessarily, you know, like but but it's that can still be a, a personal problem. Just that a lot of people have that personal problem. Like I, you know, I think of the idea of you know getting on the bus and the ticketing process for the bus is really really inefficient. And if I make that better for myself and fix that thing or come up with a solution or a better way, then there are millions of people every day that catch yes. the bus. So it's a small problem that a lot of people have. Whereas something like, um, you know, um, starting big and saying, well, congestion in cities is
0: a big problem. (laughs) Let's start with that one and try and find a... A way to tackle that. I agree with you but in both cases you, you might do but it start with what was your particular problem. Yeah. So if you're having trouble getting to work mm-hmm. then you're thinking I need a solution that helps me get to work. I, yeah, you yeah. know, Don't take the helicopter up and say I'm going to solve congestion in world <laughs> you cities. Get, yeah. You say I'm going to find a solution for an individual. It, it, it's sort of making a difference in reality rather than conceptually i think yeah like a uh, generalization so rather than saying like world hunger is a issue
1: uh, is i was in this particular location and couldn't get lunch almost
0: yes but even even you think well world hunger is a problem you know when i was hungry uh, you know i did this and i found you know that i could you know whatever it is you know extract food from here mm-hmm. and therefore i'm going to sort of develop this solution or product or whatever mm-hmm. Now notice, I think world hunger is very important because you get a lot of people in the first world sitting in their, their homes thinking, I'm going to invent something for a guy in Africa so he has more food. That That's why it shouldn't be somebody else's problem because it's most likely that guy in Africa who will come up with a better idea than you do, or a more realistic one. Yeah. Focus on, you know, I have a problem, I have a concern or I'm anxious about something, I will make something practical to deal with that concern. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, don't go too abstract. You know, I'm going to solve world poverty by having a meeting. And don't try and solve somebody else's problems because you might be completely misunderstanding how they perceive it and what that problem is. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, good. So moving on from there, I guess the other part with that
1: conversation is, you know, like if we, if we talk about Randy there with his jiu-jitsu belt, you know, he talked about it as luck that he just by chance, kept his jujitsu belt in his bag and forgot that it was there and then realised it was there and used that to solve the problem. You know, are we saying that if Randy didn't have his
0: jujitsu belt, TRX wouldn't exist? I, I don't think that's important part of the story. I think that he had a problem that he wanted to exercise. I mean, he does enough exercise to know that pulling yourself up is important. And there's, you know, you have a bar or, you know, a bed or the floor, there's certain muscles that you can't exercise. If you, if you actually watch the exercises, I think he would have done something like get a sheet or a pillowcase or a piece of rope. Yeah. You, uh, because he, in right. his mind he knew the exercise he wanted to do. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so I, I expect the belt wasn't that important.
1: Right. So. so now we're getting on to this idea of solutions and tools. Yes. Um, so, you know, the problem in and of itself isn't going to lead to a, you know, Business, You can't say, hey, you know, come to my website, I've recognised that sunglasses are expensive. That doesn't fix anything, does it? it? There's something to say that you need to find a solution to. Alright, so focusing on the ideas of um, problems, it seems as though these problems emerge from people's own lives and experience and activities and so, a big focus of that seems to be domain expertise, not necessarily searching for something from some uh, far extreme perspective that you've never considered, but instead some
0: domain that you're really familiar with, and that seems to be critical. Well, yes, yeah, so, or put it another way, I think the solution you come up with a problem is most likely one based in your own skills and experience. Again, we go back to the belt, he... He, you know, he had a Belgian new belt. So one assumes that if he'd been a, I don't know, a, you know, a, a, a rope maker or a sailor, in, in the more traditional sense, he, he would have had ropes around him and used ropes. If he'd been, you know, a cloth maker, he would have make, used a bit of cloth. Uh, later on, he talks about, you know, sewing these belts together, but he knew how to sew, he, you know, he, in the sense that, uh, strangely, Marines, are you know, are able to sew because it's an old sailor's, you know, skill is to be able to sew bits of cloth together. Um, and and the same with the sunglasses one is that they basically came down to the quality of their website because well, that they had the technical skills and they had somebody on the team who could make glasses. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. They, they solved it with their own skills and expertise. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that that's that whole um, domain knowledge
1: argument where even the ericsson stuff where he talks about the 10,000 hours of experience in a particular thing becoming an expert in something it does seem that if you can become an expert in a set of tools or an expert in a particular problem that's where you'll find some
0: great idea okay but I still think if you're you know if you're saying to a bunch of people come up with an idea to run a business and you know they're already adults um, who've you know done certain things in their background that You should think, well, focus on solving this problem with your knowledge. Yeah. It should be your problem, but also your skills that are addressing it Mm -hmm. initially. Rather than think, these people over here have a problem, and these people over here have skills, I'll put them together. I think life would be a lot easier if you say, I had this particular problem, and I or my mate have a, a skill or a tool that might be used to address that problem. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there
1: seems to be those examples where, you know, someone has recognised a problem from their own, like, life or experience or something. Um, and then, obviously, the great examples are the people who also have the skills to make the solution to it, to build the prototype as well. That seems to be really important. If we contrast that to someone who recognises the problem, but then the, the skill set of the solution is, is exceeds their own knowledge, it comes from some other place, that seems harder way to build.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's always you know we're always generalizing, but it's much easier if you you recognize a problem in your own life and given your background or your immediate circle of friends. This includes people who will put up with you talking to them for an hour or two about your pet subject, or you can persuade them to put two hours of work in just because they like you. That if you've got, a, a, you know, those sort of connections. You should be able to be able to build a prototype, so it's better to have a solution that you can solve without having to go and contract expensive services or persuade somebody you know that you're not a nutter uh, yes, I think there's a birthing phase where you think I've met this problem, given my expertise or you know my best friend or my wife or husband's or expertise or my dad's expertise, I can sort of come up with a sort of prototype of this thing then we can worry about doing it properly and carefully or mass producing it or going to china or something mm. i just think it's it's going to be a lot easier than you think your job is to you know to, to immediately go and contract you know a software engineer or something who's never heard of your project before and really just want to make a living out of writing software
1: there there must be examples of companies that are formed that way though where it's like i don't really know how to Um, how to do this, how to build the product, you know. I guess all I'm saying is it's still possible to build a a product when you've got no native skills in how to build a website, for example. But it's a harder way to do it than saying, well, I'm a software engineer, you know, and I'm going to apply it to this particular problem that I've also had
0: myself. Uh, Yes, I agree. I I just think that, yeah, life will be easier if you solve it within your social network skill sets to the prototype stage. I mean, I'm not saying even if you think, well, I could put a a, a little website together just as a a symbolic. I don't, you know, you might say, well, I don't really understand how to put a database behind a website, but I could give people the idea of it. Um, Or I could see how this would be done on a website. Although I can't actually do it, I believe that I could actually, if I had the money, pay someone to do it because I have a bit of a vision for how it's laid out. Yeah. That requires a certain skill set. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, so what we're saying here is rather than trying to, to come up with an idea, which is almost an impossible quest, it's too abstract, instead... It scares people.
0: Yeah. 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 In terms of... <laughs> yeah, so if you suddenly say, come on, come up with a brilliant idea, people go panic.
1: If uh, if I think I'd be all right,
0: Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but it's almost presented like that because, you know, this person's an ideas person. The rest of you are you know, morons, this is an ideas but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's just dangerous. If you think, think of something that's occurred to you, you know, that you think is a problem or has upset you or concerned you or made you anxious or annoyed you. I like the inefficiency as a concept
1: for that. Is like, what's some inefficiency in your own life? You know, in some yes, process. yes. Like, I, you know, again, I keep getting back to the bus example, but, you know, every day I have to go and search for my bus ticket, you know, and then find out if
0: it's refilled correctly and all those types might of things. might be a character thing. I think I'll still use the word, you know, a noise. <laughs> right. what, what makes you angry? <laughs> yeah. um, that like, it's wasting your life or something, or yeah. it's an inconvenience that's, in, you know, out of proportion to the rest of your life, and yeah. you'd like to put it right quickly. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: what about those things, though, that don't fit into this category? For example, if I'm, like... I want to create a board game. Does that solve a problem? Or I want to create a video game. or Are there examples of ideas that don't fit into this concept I, of a problem?
0: I, I don't think so. Um, I, I think if you try hard enough, you'll spot the problem. So if someone sits there and thinking, I'd like to you know, design a board game, the problem might well be that they want to impress people with their abilities. at design board games they might think board games have a weakness or a failing of some sort that they want to overcome or of course their problem might be that they're starving to death and they need to make money so they need and i think the best way to do it is to is to invent a board game but i i still think you'd have somebody who's used to wisely this person would have played a lot of board games and have thought to themselves you know really you could do that better yeah and the problem is that i'm getting frustrated with Board games. Yeah,
1: so it's the same even with you know creative um, endeavor. Like you know, I'm a musician. I want to write a song, rather than trying to sit down and like wait for some great melody to fill your head. It's almost like what is this music doing for a particular audience? If if they all want to dance to it, then it has to have particular characteristics. You know, as opposed to you know, let's just wait for an idea to um hit. And I think there might there must be some pragmatic element to creativity even though in those you know
0: recognized creative endeavors that is still problem solving in some kind of way yes i know i agree 100 percent in art when you think about the big art movements i mean so you know something like the impressionists you've got this very detailed portrait art going on and they're they're getting frustrated because they say it doesn't really give a sense of the wonder of nature you know if you go out and see lovely colors in a haystack or something rather in, a, in the middle of a paddock and you get a feeling light and warmth the paint you know how do we how do we get feeling into it? I mean even that monks the scream it's how do I paint emotions on a you know so he's got a problem he wants to yeah and that, and by solving that problem with how do I, how do I show anger on a picture, how do I show you know love or hate or fear or, or, or a feeling of warmth and, and satisfaction? you solve that problem and you you know, you form a whole new art movement sort of thing yeah. yes yeah. Um,
1: and so we just so on that kind of thing recognizing the problem is half the half the battle right it's like
0: i would almost say it's the whole battle i'm yeah. tempted to say it's the whole battle I, I know you get a whole bunch of people saying well you know really clever people you know I, I, you know identify problems but i i think you if you think about it, a day that you just went through you 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 know there's been 20 little problems that has occurred in your life you know or, or today and if you really stopped and focused on them, you could, you know, come up with a solution. Yeah. I mean I think that's what they said about Edison too, and even the
1: whole electric system was yes. the idea of Hughes wrote a bit wrote about this with looking for reverse salience, I think he called it instead of problems, which is to say what is a particular part or feature or characteristic of a, this system and how can you improve it? or What's the issues?
0: With well, I'd say it, it didn't invent the light bulb. he made it work. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, he just experimented with millions yeah. and millions of different alternatives. Yeah. And then came up with one that, that seemed to sort of last longer and be cheap enough. Um, um, he he solved the, a technical problem. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm focused on, you know, if people buy a light bulb. They don't want to be replacing them every few minutes, or them to cost a thousand dollars each. Um, okay. Yeah. All right, so that's
1: one half, and I'll probably edit this later. But what, the other alternative is to say, I'm an expert in these particular skills. I know how to write software, and how do I go seek a problem for that?
0: Okay, so again, I don't think there's anything different. We're saying if you're a software engineer, one would assume that when you're going about your work, there'll be something that annoys or frustrates you about it, something boring or something, you know, that you don't like. No, but using
1: software to solve problems for people. So, you know, if, if building a product is the matching of a problem and a solution to it, like, you know, Warby Parker had the problem of my sunglasses too expensive, how do I fix that? I'm going to create a website that sells them cheaper and find manufacturers that manufacture them cheaper. Then surely there's people who there are particular skill sets that have more capacity to solve problems than
0: others. Well, yes. I I mean, okay. You say skill sets, but I think there's technologies, aren't there? Yeah. I mean, obviously, when electricity was invented, suddenly there was millions of products that that sort of flow out of electricity. Yeah. Yeah. And and the same obviously with their phone. Once the iPhone and the internet's been connected, there are millions of opportunities, you know, for solutions that come out of that. Yeah. So certain technologies. A bit like a greasy pole for solutions, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean these days, and notice we're doing it as well, is that almost every problem is going to be solved with an app, because that's <laughs> yeah. uh, that's exactly where we're at, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even the straps, one you're thinking, you know, the, the exercise straps. Oh, that's a late, low technology thing, but in fact, half his business was writing video programs to show you how to use these, and yeah. so you've almost got an app for coming up with exercises to use the straps. Mm-hmm. So. It is definitely, you know, we're in a world today where the solution to nearly every problem is write an app, isn't it? Yeah, I
1: mean, that fits with that theory of Carlos Perez, who talks about there's been like four or five great revolutions yeah. through the uh, economy where a particular technology or, or domain of technology will emerge, and that'll revolutionise almost everything. Like, the, I think you just mentioned the
0: motor and the electricity... Yes, you know, transport was the great wave of innovation around transport. Yeah, yeah. There was one around energy, yeah. and then transport followed on, and then electricity, I think. Uh, and now we're into the you know the internet and... Uh, computer computer computing equipment. Or, or yeah, generally. Generally. So yeah.
1: should, should people with ideas think, hey, well, I should seek out a particular... You know, should I think, hey, I've got this problem. Should I look for somewhere for a solution? Or you know, well, IT is going to be the domain that solves it, or should you just look to your own experience first? Like, you know, if, if you're a social worker and you're trying to fix the problem of, of um, congestion, city congestion, for example, you may have a totally different solution to someone who's a software engineer and creates Uber, from, you know.
0: Yeah, I agree, but I, I still think the advice is don't take the helicopter up too high. Uh, the... There might be large waves of, you know, we might be in a technological age, but you look at your own skill sets and the people you know and the solutions you know and come up with what is obvious for this time and place. Mm-hmm. I mean, You can hardly be inventing a whole new form of sort of, I don't know, light waves or something like in order to solve a problem. I, I think you've got enough on your plate to produce the product and take it to market without thinking that you're responsible for a whole new wave of um, of, of you know, technology or innovation or something um, yeah you know, stick to your knitting to some extent saying yeah. that I have these skills there is this problem you know initially i'll I'll see if I can solve it with you know with what I have mm-hmm. and then I'll expend expand you know the the area of expertise required as required as we yeah. go on yeah um, but so sh- yeah okay. Again, if you go back, yeah, your, your bus one, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's sort of obvious that you write some sort of app, isn't <laughs> yeah, well, it? Yeah. Uh, and even that, to be honest, if you sort of say, well, I've got this idea for an app, and I, I, you know, I've had ideas for apps, but thinking, well, I, you know, I, do, I can't actually write the app because I don't have you know, the skills or you know, whatever it is. I will employ someone to write the app. It doesn't really work. It's a bit like asking, you know, I have an idea for a book. I'll go, I'll go to a writer and say, you write a book. It, the person who writes the app has an awful lot of control of how it works and what it does and everything else. And it's actually quite hard to employ someone to write an app that does your thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, okay. I think designing a web page that has a database behind it and, you know, people can click on it and buy three. That's a fairly standard product that you're buying.
1: Not, uh, yeah, I agree.
0: All I would say is that the great entrepreneurs, or the, the, the,
1: even an entrepreneur, is the person who finds a way through that process. They don't start, you know, it's not like Warby Parker our founder said, Well, we don't know how to build a website, so we're not going to do the website thing. We're going to do set up a store in
0: you know a particular market. But if, if he'd been, I mean, it was a monopoly, and he, their answer to how you, how you broke the monopoly was to set up a website. Yeah. Um, which caused all sorts of problems because you know you had to get people to buy glasses unseen on the website and they sold that by sending out free ones you yep. send them back but if he'd been somebody else, if he'd been say an executive in the you know in the eye industry or if he'd been a politician, he might have said I'm going to pass a law that says there can't be a monopoly on on glasses and he might have sold it that way mm-hmm. um, or of course he, he might have you know invented if he'd been, you know, a lens technician, he might have said, well, I can come up with these things that aren't glasses or something. Uh, you know, the contact lenses or... I, so, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, I, I guess yeah. all I'm saying is, like, innovation
1: is not evenly distributed across all solutions. It's not like all of them will lead to the same outcomes. There's some that can be very powerful in terms of
0: solving, solution, solving the problem. Others, not so much at all. Like, Agre- agreed, yes. But I still think you've got to try what's in front of you. There isn't a perfect answer. You know, you see a problem, you have a certain set of skills, a certain amount of knowledge, and you try and solve it like that. And if if you're lucky and get it right, it'll become popular. Yeah. Again, I don't think you've got to think of the solution as the ideal and perfect solution. It's, mm-hmm. it's the one that you will bring to the world. So you probably just need to... I guess that's what we'll focus
1: on in week three, four, and five is like trial and error which is essentially going through this process Yes. What, is it, what are alternative ways to solve the problem what works best for the customer etc as opposed to hey this is just the thing i know but,
0: but again you know trying to get away from that ideal form there's not an ideal solution either no but i
1: i, I agree with that there's no one
0: solution that fits all but
1: not all solutions are the same. Well,
0: again, the pragmatic language was some solutions are more useful than other solutions. Yeah. But I don't think you can say that, that there was somewhere out there in the ether was a perfect solution and your job is to find it and lock into it. Mm-hmm. Make your solution work. Mm-hmm. All right, so I think the critical sentence is that one. What's yeah. the pragmatists, what do they just say? Okay, there's no, there's no ideal solutions yeah. out there. Yes, yeah. yeah, so there's a... That you, you, it's your solution, and you. What you do is make your solution work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Good. Um, and yes. All right. I got my own wisdom there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. What am I saying? <laughs> All right. So going back to uh, identifying problems, um, h- how do you know if you've got a good one? Is there, you know, is there some way to, like, discern? one problem over another is more useful or better or something. Yes,
0: okay, you've got to, you've got to expect, in the sense that you know there aren't they're you know, ideal forms, that some ideas will be more useful than others. So we said identify something in your life that concerns you or annoys you. If you're going to produce an entrepreneurial product, it would be wise if you, you sort of guessed that a lot of other people would have the same problem. Mm-hmm. And I think even the two examples we had is that the guy said, "Well, okay. I thought glasses are expensive, and if I thought they're expensive, I'm a middle-class guy. A lot of people must think they're really expensive. Um, yeah. So he, he's sort of identifying that this is a mass problem. Yeah. Although he has it, and that's important that to notice the feelings that he had it, it it's it's got potential. If you think a million other people must have the same problem, a million other people I could possibly reach. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the same with the belts. I think he realized that." all his friends in you know or anybody who's in a mobile situation would have the same exercise problem mm-hmm. so it's 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 a generalizable problem although you've identified it personally From a specific perspective what's an example of an alternative to that you know like ah I don't know um,
1: are there problems
0: well if you had a personal problem with a relationship you know that uh, you know that uh, that would be a you know you, you know, get on with your girlfriend or your boyfriend because of something you know they're working long hours and you're not seeing them or something mm-hmm. you, you, you can't one assumes you can't involve a product to solve that problem right. yes. um, yeah. and you also get the thing where people in very specific industries you know have a problem uh, and somebody says I- I'm really annoyed about this thing and they invent something that solves the problem but the equipment is so specialized, you'd only ever sell three of them in the world. Yeah. And that really doesn't have a lot of commercial opportunity either. Yeah. So what you're looking for a specific
1: problem that a lot of people have. Yes.
0: Which is why it's attractive to have an everyday problem, yeah. right? Because yeah. you assume everybody else is going to have this everyday problem. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, just on that, or following on from that, how do you know if you've got a good one? Or what, how do you know, what
1: is the reaction going to be to a problem? You know, it, surely it's not obvious to everyone that this is
0: an issue or problem. Okay, so this is, this is something that people have noticed. I, like inventing the wheel, sometimes when you show people, it, it's so obvious it doesn't look clever at all. Um, they'll just pick it up and start using it, um, you know, with, with no sort of fanfare whatsoever, and that would be a good sign. I've noticed with some of them, you know, like Airbnb, um, that you get a kickback where people go, oh, that's a dreadful idea because it, you know, it embarrasses me or it's uncomfortable. And I don't think you can throw away the idea at that point, but you have to work through those concerns, yeah, um, and and make it into a workable idea. So I, I, of course, you've got to try it on other people. You've got to see how they respond. Yeah, it won't be obvious, like the car thing, like
1: the car example, like the car. Like if you know, my car broke down, like that is a problem to me, but it's not necessarily the, the same obvious problem for everyone
0: no I I agree so uh, yeah so uh, cars breaking down unexpectedly is a problem and you think there are a million people going to have it but there's also a million people who run scrapyards and garages who think that's an opportunity so you know they're not going to take up your product so if you go to them saying I have a solution to cars breaking down they'll go well go away I hate you I you know I like it when cars break down Mm -hmm. so of course you've got to Test your idea with people who have it, see it as a problem. Yeah. yeah problems are not, you know, universally gen- generic physics laws. Certain people have certain problems and other people don't have that problem. Yeah. And I, it's important to identify that, I think. And I
1: guess that comes into competition too. It's like the idea of, you know, for example, I create the first ever MP3 player and whilst it delivers value for some people... Um,
0: it's upsetting to the, the,
1: others. The CD industry hates it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: yeah. So if you go and ask them, what do you think of my MP3 player? <laughs> yeah, right. They're going to sort of, you know, shoot you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Whereas if you, yes, if you go to somebody else who's, you know, like like Steve Jobs, who's trying to set up a business, it might just fit in perfectly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I yes I, I, I the, this is why the word concern or annoy is better possibly than the word problem because problem sounds universal, you know, it's a fact, it doesn't work, and this is, you know, this is a, it is a problem. You say, no, it's only a problem to certain people. Yeah. So it's, it's identifying your market to mm-hmm. some extent. Yeah.
1: yeah. What about innovation in this? We haven't t- touched on innovation as a word or what it means, but it seems to be part of this process. How does innovation link to ideas? Is innovation an outcome of this process? Looking for a problem and a new
0: solution to it or... Okay, I mean I, I, the word I've used the word innovation. I prefer you know words like continuous improvement or creativity, I suppose. Mm-hmm. but again, a useful idea innovation is, is simply an, an idea that has been you know progressed enough I assume to be a commercially available new solution. And so I, I think you use the word innovation. To be something that is that you can sort of go and buy off the shelf, and people are buying off the shelf. At the uh, this early stage, it's simply I have a problem, I have an idea. Yeah. Whether it turns into a, you know, a world-leading innovation, time will tell. Yeah.
1: But should you be searching for, if you've got this problem, what's a new way to solve it, or what's
0: a better way to solve it? than I think if you solve it, you know. Without it, but you know in a, in, a, in a sensible way, if it hasn't been solved already, well not I, okay but there's, there's there's price and whatever If you come up with incredibly complicated solutions so, sometimes you know the people say, well you know the, the cure is worse than the, the illness if you, if you have a problem and you say, "My solution is to spend a million dollars you know and twenty four hours a day you think well, that's no practical solution it's got to be simple, effective, easy solution mm-hmm. and, and And then there's a good chance that people will take it up, and if they take it up, they'll call it an innovation. Mm -hmm. You've heard that, I mean, the definition about changing people's behaviour is that if you see a problem, come up with an idea, and lots of people change the way they act, like get on their bus, or or they put the app on their phone and they use it, they're changing their behaviour. If you've changed the behaviour of a lot of people, you've been innovative. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you shouldn't seek that now. I, I don't think so. I think at yeah. this point, you should think I'm coming up with a cunning solution yeah. to an everyday problem. Yeah, okay. And, and a solution that's within my skill boundary at this point in time. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. yeah. right. Good. Okay, so that was the system for coming up with commercial ideas you might ask yourself whether you can think of an everyday problem that you've got a clever solution to thanks a lot